This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities taking a look at the cattle markets for Thursday, March 9th. Well, quite a divergence going on in cattle, whereas live cattle are were a bit weaker to kind of chopping around sideways over these last several sessions, really unable to continue with that upward momentum. In feeder cattle, it's just been straight up. Uh, we Once we negated that big outside day lower that we had uh, last week, the market has really just been straight up and we blew through that spike high and the market uh, just continues to plow higher. So it's an impressive run. March feeders just in the last five sessions has moved $6 and again it's pretty much been straight up. So we've reached our upside targets on the charts and the market has, has gone beyond that. I think they're looking at the prospect of of rain coming into the western plains the 6 to 10 day and the 8 to 14 day for the last several days have have um, forecast above normal precip coming into the plains so that would obviously help pasture conditions in those key cattle areas and in ext extreme drought areas of that region so that's that's a huge development if it happens it's in the forecast and again has remained in the forecast for a few days. We'll see if that materializes. If it doesn't, I think you're going to see a notable drop or some sort of deflation in feeder cattle. But this market has, has just been so impressive. You know, for weeks it was just a laggard and it couldn't get anything going to the upside where the live cattle market just kept working its way higher and higher. And finally, when feeders decided to make the run, to my to make the move, they they finally did in some pretty strong fashion. It's it's not completely indicative of a blow off top though, because we've had some days where it's been quiet. We haven't sold off, but it's just been kind of flat. Usually, what you want to see is a market string together two three days of just sharply higher markets all in a row. We haven't quite done that. But that said, you know, yesterday you started out a little bit weaker in feeders. You ended up moving higher. We actually had an outside day higher. I think if the market shows a big day down, um, probably you're you're headed into more of a, an extended correction. But for the most part, I, I, I still think we're targeting early May for the seasonal high. And that, you know, whatever kind of breaks we get in this market, I, I do think will be well supported. And again, we've already blown through the upside target, the short-term upside target. So, you know, this market obviously has more strength in it than I, even I was giving it credit for. So I think we'll get a correction somewhere in here, but the market doesn't seem too, too worried about uh, getting up into these very lofty levels. And uh, I think demand for calves is just going to be strong, especially if you get better grazing conditions in those key cattle areas. Now the cash trade started rolling yesterday at about a dollar higher at around 166. We didn't see much trade in the dressed market. Box beef values continue to trade mixed. We had the choice down another 315 yesterday at 285. Select was up 63 at 278. So the spread lost 378. We're sitting at 666 on the spread. Loads were 165 loads moved. So box beef has uh, the choice box beef has dropped about five and a half bucks just in the last two days whereas select has actually rallied just over one and a half bucks in that same amount of time the movement of 165 lows we're finally seeing some a big number there in fact that's the biggest number we've seen since mid-november but for the last couple of weeks we've seen very light box beef movement 
and now we're at least for one day and granted it's coming on some pretty aggressive discounting of the choice but it is moving the the, the box beef perhaps uh, the retailers were pushing back as these uh, box beef values continue to climb higher but nevertheless getting a, a pretty healthy discount did stoke some demand in the retail market cow slaughter or excuse me uh, regular slaughter yesterday was 126,000 head so for the week we're at 378,000 that's up 2,000 over last week and it's uh, up 7,000 over last year the feed cattle index is up 29 cents we're standing at 188.23 so that's been a very strong market we had uh, earlier in the week it was sharply higher following sharply higher last week and we've just continued to ratchet up so clearly the cash markets in the feeder cattle are doing well and that's reflecting back to the futures market where they're basically trying to keep up with cash now obviously cash at 188 and futures contracts got the march at 193 you know we're going to expire that march here in a few weeks and we're still uh, you know five bucks premium to the cash trade so far so obviously the cash market is strong we expect it to stay strong the futures market is certainly factoring that in with some uh, again pretty lofty rallies export sales this morning uh, very disappointing 5600 tons so japan took 3200 mexico 1400 china took just 500 that's a very low number in fact it matches uh, the first week of the calendar year at 5500 and of course those were holiday sales being reflected but it's it also is the second week in a row of some pretty light numbers last week was 8100 before that was 15000 you know we've been in the 20s which is what you want to see so this is a pretty disappointing number and i think again string in a couple weeks like that in a row does raise a red flag about export demand in pork export sales at 22,100, Mexico took 10,700, South Korea took 3,800. So even pork was fairly light, really. You know, normally we're seeing sales in the 30,000s for pork, but it wasn't the disaster that we see in beef for this week. So I would imagine that's going to start to lean on the, the live cattle market. Um, we are seeing tighter numbers of course slaughter weights are coming down dress weights obviously are coming down as well and all of that is seasonal but uh, the challenge has been uh, the, the box beef movement we've seen that be very light over these last few weeks so is it just a matter of packers stocking up for what they think will be a, a strong grilling season and they don't want to get painted into a corner with tight beef supplies which is likely to happen we're, we're going to continue to see numbers available for the slaughter market decline and weights are going to continue to decline on a normal seasonal basis for another couple months so we're just going to see tighter and tighter uh, slaughter numbers and and beef production so my guess is that packers are kind of storing up for what's expected to be a strong demand season just around the corner Short term, uh, looks like the feeder cattle, you know, we don't have any sell signals yet. So we just have to kind of wait to see what kind of reversals we can get there. In live cattle, really struggling to re, re-energize that market and, and continuing that upward trend. Seasonally, we're in that window of when we typically put in highs. My guess has been that we'll, we'll see those highs in later March and early April. Um, I think that retail demand will be strong. The grilling season will be robust. 
and that uh, demand for cattle will continue to be strong. So I do look for one more push to the upside, but the amount of time that we're spending chopping around and moving sideways, I think that takes away a lot of that momentum. So this next leg up that we get likely will be establishing a longer term high. Uh, not long, long, but I should more say intermediate term high in uh, the, the live cattle market. For feeders, if the rains start coming to the Western Plains, like I've said before, I think it lights a fire under this market, and maybe that's what they're looking at. This forecast calling for above normal precip, maybe that has lit the fire already under this market. So we got time for that seasonal high to come in. It's hard to envision the market would just continue to go straight up into that time window, into early May. Uh, I would expect to see a, a pretty decent correction before you head up into that last push up into the you know, late spring, early summer time window. If you have any questions, feel free to call at 1-800-888-9843. This is Ben Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.